0: Just like that time when it got weird between Mulder and Scully. You can't quit now, Scully. I can, Mulder. This is Luke and Lewis on Triple M Modern Digital.
1: That's right. It's the Luke and Lewis show. This is the second time that you may have heard our intro. Uh, if you heard the intro about ten minutes ago, followed by five minutes of silence. Firstly, you're welcome. Yep. <laughs> Secondly, welcome to Triple M. Modern Digital.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have you here. I'm sure you're probably going by now, but
1: <laughs> yep. So we've got a great show coming up for you guys. We're going to be. We've got a guest uh, joining us later in the yes, show. Yes,
2: uh, we do have a guest joining us later in the show, Mr. Joseph Green. Yes, um, he was outside of our studio. Uh, throwing pebbles at the window And we thought Hey mate Come on in And do an interview Yep Which is how but we get All of our guests the these days The only way to get an interview On our shows You actually got to Rock up to our studio And beg Um <laughs> <laughs> And also, uh, Lewis, you've got a game about uh, millennial news headlines. Yes, I do. It's yeah. a very difficult game. And um, uh, I also want to talk to you about missing the b- the blood moon last night. I keep forgetting blue, what it's called. The red
1: blood moon. I don't well, know. everyone's
2: been calling it a blue blood moon. It was bright pink, so... Um, I don't know. We both false. saw it on Facebook. Fake news.
1: We both missed it. But uh, that's coming up later in the show. This is Luke and Lewis. We are joined by a very
0: special
2: guest. Welcome to the show, Mr. Joseph Green.
0: Wow, thanks for having me, gentlemen.
2: Now, how this interview occurred was... Uh, jo- we were just sitting in here doing the show and uh, we get a text from our buddy Joseph Green saying hey boys I'm outside the window can you <laughs> see me and we were just like popped outside and sure enough Joseph's standing on the street pegging rocks at the window begging to be interviewed oh, I <laughs> was was that your intention? it was secretly. <laughs> it's paid off dividends
0: it was I, I so I sent you a. Me- I sent both of you a message because yeah. I was like I gotta, I gotta, gotta maximize your chances yeah get, it, get them both at the same time and uh I was getting, I think, you know, consciously I was getting a a spud from the spud bar. Yeah. But I think subconsciously I just wanted to be part of the show. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And that's generally how we organise interviews, because um, really, we can't really get big name celebs, so if anyone wants to just hang out outside the window, that's how we pick our guests, yeah. we just go, oh, that guy
2: over there, <laughs> he's been in the street for a bit, let's and get him in the show. Today, street. Today, we actually happen to know him, so yeah, that was convenient. Thank you, it's an <laughs>
0: honour to be here.
2: Um, so, Joseph Green, uh, comedian, well, beloved friend, and uh, very talented, I would say writer as well. Thank you, Luke. And uh, the the comedy festival's coming up for you?
0: It is. For all of us, yeah, except for Lewis,
2: except for me, yes, I'm doing a show in September. Uh,
1: I'm just, I'm just going to thoroughly enjoy both of your shows. Uh, that's my plans for the comedy festival. You guys are doing how many shows? I think I'm, I'm doing twelve,
0: maybe twenty-three. Well, he's killing
1: me, doubling up. I am. Yeah, you're
2: slacking off as much as I well, am. Well, I'm just going to go see Joseph's show nine times, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not doing mine. That's but cool. um,
1: so what's your show? What called? What's it about? It's
0: called Dreamer Examines His Pillow, and I guess it's about uh being sexually assaulted by priests mm-hmm. uh my, my very funny
1: stuff <laughs> it's pretty relatable man
0: <laughs> i hope it's funny otherwise it really <laughs> 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 otherwise the whole thing was not worth it <laughs> well at least you get 23 nights of
2: laughs out of it so is it so you, can you elaborate on this you don't have to elaborate too much but yeah you know, so it is about an experience that happened to you. That, that and will, then you've yeah, since made yeah, light of it. Yeah, I
0: guess that will be p- part of it. Um, it's well, not just about that. I've heard some of it. There's You've got other stuff. No, it's about how like my girlfriend left me for a funnier comedian than me. Yep. And uh, Mike's going,
2: what? Sounds like a real <laughs> night of laughs, man. Sounds like a of <laughs> <to> giggle. <cry. laughs>
0: and yeah, hopefully it's funny.
2: It's um, going to be an absolute roller coaster
0: ride. Yeah, I think so. I like... Um, who knows but so far so good i'm like performing most
2: nights trying to yeah. work it out and you just came back from rainbow serpent festival doing some gigs there i did that that was that was fun there's uh
0: it's
1: a it's a music festival that's if you don't know it's notoriously known for it being incredibly loose it's one of those it's it's borderline of, it's like it's the a biggest bush doof ever
0: yeah and they I don't know if they, they really resonate with my hippie vibes you know. Yes. They, w- one guy came up to me He was like Man, I loved, I loved you so much, dude I loved it so much I'm like Oh, oh, that's great, man You, th- you thought I was funny? He's like No, man, I actually just love your voice <laughs> As soon as he started I just went straight to sleep And as soon as he stopped I woke up <laughs> And I was like Oh, that was a good nap <laughs>
1: So, if you'd like to see Joseph Green's show, if you need a good snooze, we yeah. will be doing the comedy festival. Not many laughs, but uh, a lot of good Z's in there. I'm
0: uh, 10.30, so... Uh, good,
1: oh, prime sleep time. Yeah, good Early bedtime. bedtime. Yeah.
2: Um, and <laughs> what's your thoughts on music festivals? Because I've never actually performed at a music festival. You've done a fair few of them. I have. And yeah. I'm, I've never been to a music festival. I just have an utter distaste for the idea of them.
0: Yeah, I used to hate them as well until, until they you started went. getting paid
1: to go there. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Actually, depending on like what, how they do it, I mean, this is just the te- technical things are just running a good comedy night. Yeah, if, if you if there's like an enclosed space where everyone's attention and focus is on the performer, then it can work. If it's just an open air thing and you've got other dance yeah. floors happening either side, and you know, another another friend of ours He came to Rainbow And he didn't soon, He just arrived And went straight on stage Yeah And the lights were very, very bright And he was doing his best material And he's like Why isn't this not killing? But it was 2 o'clock in the morning And everyone was either In the middle of a trip Or fast asleep <laughs> And there was no one in between.
1: Now, uh, we need to go to a song, Joseph. But if you can stick around, we want to talk about the blue, red, blood, whatever color moon it was that Luke and I both missed and you saw.
0: I would love to talk about that.
1: All right. (laughs) It's Luke and Lewis. We are still joined by Joseph Green, who got this exclusive interview by standing outside our window, (laughs) throwing rocks at it.
2: Um, Now, Joseph, we wanted you to stick around, because uh, we were talking uh, just before about uh, the blood moon. Yes. Um, And Lewis, Radio Mike, or I all missed it Mm -hmm. last night. It
1: wasn't just a blood
2: moon, it was a super blue blood moon. But it was red, so I don't know why... I don't understand science, and that's the point. I just didn't care. I had, like, so much time to go out and see it. I actually had it suggested to me uh, by my uh, g- girlfriend's mum yep. was like, hey, you guys should go check it out, and we we're watching TV. We're like, yeah. ah. I was I was in the house. Oh, I'll see it in 60 years.
1: <laughs> I was in my house scrolling through Facebook and I actually saw Joseph Green post on <laughs> Facebook saying, you have to see this. Please go outside and have a look at the moon. Yeah. I saw that. I read that. And I went, you know what, Joseph? I'm playing World of Warcraft. No. Um.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it worth it? Yeah, Should have we... It's really... I mean, it's not funny. But it's really beautiful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> was it? Was it actually really nice? I think it really was. It just had this very
0: mystical quality when you see... I want, it, was, it was a full moon. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, how it actually works but is it's that, supposed
1: to be once in a generation. This never s- happened. The
0: sun was right behind the earth uh-huh. as it's sort of moving. So, the earth's shadow is uh, slowly going across the moon. Oh, cool. And so, you see this happening very slowly over maybe 30 or 40 minutes yeah, until the whole thing's in a dark, sort of reddish hue. That, that actually sounds really that beautiful. That they call uh, Blue. Are, and... they, are
1: they doing any replays
2: tonight? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know, it's I just, to know. Now I'm really cut that I missed it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you made me really sad. I'm just, I just didn't want to run the risk of turning into a werewolf. I was <laughs> like, ah, it's not worth it, so I'll just stay inside. But um, we, this got us thinking. We started talking about well, what other things have we missed. Um, and we put it out to you guys. What things have you missed? Uh, just on Instagram yeah. and stuff. And uh, people have missed... Uh, Liam came in and said, uh, I missed Lewis's first show in Brisbane, but it really wasn't cool. Probably not as good as the blood moon anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, my first show in Brisbane had about 17 people in the audience. So I think the other 97 also missed that show
2: Yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't very full. <laughs> and, um, another one comes in from, uh, Steph saying, uh, last year in Gympie, she missed a Reese Maston show.
1: A Definitely. Appearance of Reese Mastin. See, that only happened. That
2: probably happened. That's probably rarer than a super blood moon. So mm. you want to catch that when he comes back. A to super gimpy. blood
0: moon happens every 140 years. Yeah, and Reese Maston comes back. In Gimpy,
2: that's. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: that's never again. No,
2: yeah. <laughs> in in Gimpy, the expected lifespan <laughs> is about 30. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I don't know. Reese is to a schedule, but he's not coming back. <laughs> um, Joseph, you had a story of something you'd missed. Was yeah. this better or worse than the than the moon? It was the story,
0: I, I don't know, I'll leave that for you to judge. Okay. What happened was, I was, uh, on a, I, was at a, I was in New York at a communal table at a yeah. sort of restaurant one evening and I was uh, there with a the girl who I thought we were there as friends mm-hmm. and uh, there was a woman next to me. At one point the girl I was with started looking at her phone and the woman next to me was looking at her phone and my eyes sort of just glared across and uh, I saw she was texting Jenna Jamison now, oh, no. uh, Jenna Jamison, a very uh, well-known... Most adult film star. Adult film star. <laughs> most, yes. That's uh, how you say it on radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At one point, the most prodigious of yes. the film stars. And uh, I saw she was texting Jenna Jamison, and I shouldn't have done this, but without inhibiting any impulse, I just tapped her on the shoulder and I said, Excuse me, I'm really sorry to say this. I know I'm intruding, but I just couldn't help but notice that you were texting Jenna Jamison... <laughs> Is that, is, that a, is that the Jenna Jamison or is that just like a nickname for a, a friend of yours? Yeah. and uh, Very
1: rude and <laughs> snoopy from a total stranger.
0: <laughs> but the thing, you, I mean, this is not good for radio, but she was holding her phone up at like yeah. at a, uncharacteristically. Oh, you reckon she might have been showing off? No, she wasn't showing thing. off. You, she was, she, she kind of, it was there to be seen. It wasn't, yeah. you know, some people have a, a concealing way of texting. Other people so put it up there. So she was
1: intentionally mum texting. Like, yeah. And, and, three and, metres away from her face. Yeah,
0: and had big text that yeah. said Jenna Jamison. Mm. And she said, no, it, it is the Jenna Jamison. And I said, oh, that's that's amazing. I'm, I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I'm like, what's Jenna up to? And she's like, well, she's actually just around the corner. She was in New York for a few days, and we were deciding if we should catch up tonight. I'm like... Oh my God, where are you catching up? I think and
1: I'm going to hate the end of
0: this story because it started off with <laughs> this is what I missed out on. <laughs> well, she said, so she said, um, well, we're just deciding uh, whether I should go to her or she should come to me. I'm like, bring Jenna here. <laughs> <laughs> bring her to me. And, and so she texted Jenna yeah. and she's like, you know, Jenna's single right now. I'm like, I didn't, but. <laughs> Kids I gather, enough, like, <laughs> from her body of work
1: I would imagine it'd be quite difficult to find someone okay with that
0: <laughs> but then she she texted Gemma uh, saying hey you should come here there's this cute Australian guy who would love to meet you and she wrote back haha sounds good smiley face I'm like oh my god <laughs> It's actually happening.
1: <laughs> what's happening to the friend that you're actually supposed to be there with? So,
0: exactly. Now, that's that's the important part of this story. I was getting so excited about the prospect of potentially meeting uh, Jenna that I'd s- sort of forgotten about temporarily for like yeah. a few seconds. Well, sorry,
1: love. I'm just text flirting with the Australian And And I, I said, I'm
0: sorry. Like, do you guys realize who this woman is? And she said, no, I've, I've never heard of her. What a surprise. And, and the girl next to me, her friend hadn't even heard of her. So I'm sort of trying to explain. Um, she's, she's a very well-known person. Mm-hmm. And
2: hard one to explain in a cafe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but just from like, just a human Almost being. Almost as hard as doing it on
2: radio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would be very interesting, no yeah. matter who you are, to meet this person. Yeah. Because she's just the best at what she does, mm-hmm. and she's the LeBron James of yeah Marvel of what films. of what she does. Yeah. It's like
2: if you met Roger Federer, same thing, exactly the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's cool to meet the people <laughs> at the top of their industry. Yeah, and so uh, that's why you wanted to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I, uh, I I said, oh, this is going to be amazing, hey. And she's like, I think you seem a bit more enthused than everybody else. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, no, no I think. We'll be fine. And then she said, listen, I, I might just, I think I'll just go. So
1: did this girl think she was on a date with you?
0: Yeah, I think it was at that moment that I realized. She said, oh, if you prefer to meet Jenna than me, <laughs> then uh, I'll just go. And I said, no. Nah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> You're being ridiculous.
2: <laughs> I don't care to meet Jenna.
0: Your, why would you think that? Yeah. So did
2: you just miss out on a really nice date with this girl and have a great night with Jenna? Or?
0: It's, it's, okay, this is a bad story. This is such an awful story because uh, I was just an, a good bloke and was like... Uh,
1: awful, mate. Get out. Get out.
0: I know. Get out and I blew it. And I'm like...
1: <laughs> what did she end up doing? He's headbutting the microphone. <laughs> everyone.
0: I, said, I said, no, if you want to go, let's go and my my heart my like 15 year old heart was just breaking into a thousand pieces and uh, I said yeah let's go I'm like I guess I'll Get another chance to meet Jenna Jamison, and I never and did how it.
1: did it go? You never did. No,
0: that's why it's like it's an awful story.
1: I'd say that's even rarer than the Blue Blood Moon. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I just couldn't be bothered to walk outside last night. But if I had have had the you know I, the Blue Blood Moon texting me, I probably still would have been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry for bringing the vibes down this year, everyone. That's the saddest story ever told. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, if you want to check out Joseph Green at the festival, where can they find you, Joseph, on Facebook and Instagram?
0: Facebook, uh, Joseph Green. Comedy mm-hmm. and Mr. Joseph Green on Instagram. Yeah, brilliant. So check yeah.
1: him out there. Tickets are on sale now. We both highly recommend Joseph. We've seen him for yes. many years working on his act. And uh, he's a good friend and an even better stand-up comedian. <laughs> Doesn't say much about your friendship, mate. All right? yeah, he's too interested in other adult films to <laughs> for talking to us. <laughs> it's Luke Lewis. Luke, I want to talk to you about uh, journalism websites desperately trying to appeal to millennials
2: to get clicks for money. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, the only ep-
1: ep- epidemic at the moment.
2: Yeah, I see it everywhere. And these are like not those joke uh, fake news websites. These are actual news sources like what, pedestrian TV, yes. news.com, desperately trying to appeal to our demographic yeah. when really no one my age reads the news. <laughs> That's their real problem. There's <laughs> yeah.
1: a whole bunch of 30 year old dudes being like, how do we appeal to 20 year olds to read the news? You've already, You've already messed up your yeah. whole. Your whole plan. We don't read the news. We're playing smartphone games. Yeah, put
2: more money into Angry Birds and then we'll listen up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm happy that you brought up Pedestrian because Pedestrian is actually the worst culprit of this. They are always trying to appeal to millennials with just... Weird clickbait headlines that try to use language that they seem to think we use, but clearly we don't. And it just comes off as cringy. So, I've got an example for you. Mm. Um, this one is clearly a ad disguised as a news article. Sportsgirl's new skincare line is here to turn you into a glowy baby angel. No, it's not.
2: Well, look, even like, I know that's not trying to directly appeal to me. It's probably trying to appeal to females more, Mm -hmm. being at a Sports Girl ad slash news article. But even if I was a girl, I don't want to be turned into a, what was it? A a, glowy
1: baby angel. No,
2: that's, I don't want to be that no matter who I am. No No. one wants to be a glowy baby angel.
1: No, and I know for a fact that I don't think you can really get anything at Sports Girl for over $30. Yeah. I don't think there's any glowy baby angel products there. So... (laughs) fail. Yeah. <laughs> what and, I've done... I've and I come- bet you
2: like a 45-year-old dude wrote that as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was definitely wrote by a man for sure. So what I've got here, Luke, is I have uh, four news headlines yep. aimed at millennials, two of them are real pedestrian headlines. Two of them are some that I've just made up. And I want you to guess which one's real, which one's fake. All All four of them
2: are pretty much as cringy as each other. Right. Are you going to read all four at once or just two at a time? I'll read read two at a time. Read one real one, one fake one. Okay.
1: Are you ready? All right. The first headline is, the new Real Housewives of Melbourne cast will make you OMG. Hashtag shocker.
2: Okay The I second one I think that's hmm. real Because I just hate the news And I
1: Yeah, yeah but go Okay The second one is Stu Laundie found out He and Sophie Monk Had split up via Instagram And OMFG OMFG being in capitals
2: Which one's Man, real? Man these both sound like I feel like I've read both of these before <laughs> They're both truly awful Um I'm gonna say OMFG is fake the surfing stew one because I don't think they put the F word in it.
1: Incorrect. Really? That's a real headline by oh Pedestrian TV. So, uh, obviously, I'm a lot more relatable to millennials than they are. Yeah. So, all right. Now, these are the last two. All right. So, the first really? one. Really? That was a headline. Yes. All caps included. <laughs> all right. So, here's the first one. All the fire and certifiably insane fashion moods from the 2018 Grammys. That's your first one? Yep. Giant headline. Second one, 36 reasons why the 90s kids are the best kids.
2: Oh, both of these sound real again. Yeah. Both Um, sounding very desperate. One's
1: one's using moods, which is not a word that's used, and the other one's just, just talking about 90s kids. I think they're...
2: You've made up the one about the Grammys and the 90s kids one is real.
1: Incorrect again. (laughs) (laughs) So, the first one, both of those two were uh, pedestrian TV ones. So, the more cringy and fake sounding.
2: I was about to say I'm going to boycott pedestrian TV, but I never read it anyway. (laughs) Because...
1: (laughs) It doesn't matter. But wow. Oh, well, nice try, Pedestrian TV. (laughs) Keep on going. Relatable. Maybe Luke will click you one day. (laughs) It's Luke and Lewis.
2: Lewis, uh, earlier today, read a story uh, about a woman in America trying to get a peacock on an airplane. Did you read this one? Were you across this?
1: Like, in. Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. So,
2: in. In the cabin
1: or in the luggage? No,
2: no, I wasn't trying to smuggle it in with the luggage. She wanted it in the plane with her because she uh, said... A live peacock. Her argument was that it was an emotional support peacock and that she needed it on the flight in order to have a safe, relaxing flight. Fair enough. Now, she offered to buy the bird its own plane ticket, uh, (laughs) which is keen. Well, you know what? Uh, when I
1: saw this this news article, I saw photos of a peacock, and I've seen peacocks like in documentaries and stuff. I didn't realize how like big they are, because it's it's not just they, incredibly yeah. long because of its tail; it's also like quite tall. They're like, like an emu with
2: a really low center of gravity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like an emu trying to get under something. Yeah, that's what they a are. Crouching emu is yeah. a peacock
2: essentially. <laughs> and uh, the the thing is, the reason. The actual reason, like, well, why do you think the airline didn't allow it? There is a reason why they didn't allow it, but it's probably uh, not why you... Because they're heartless. Right. And and they and they,
1: they like, Look, I hear your concerns
2: about needing emotional
1: support, mm-hmm. but we don't care about that.
2: No, the reason was actually the airline claimed that the peacock did not meet the size and weight requirements to board the plane. That was the only reason. So they're fat shaming this peacock. Essentially, <laughs> yes.
1: Because your peacock's a little bit too chubby, you don't get that <laughs> emotional support. Yeah, That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think it should, I think it should have been allowed on the plane. Why? Like, well, what if you? What if you? Okay, picture this, Luke. You're in a plane. Mm-hmm. You are just sitting there having a good time, peacockless. And then all of a sudden, you go, "Oh no, I need some emotional support." I've
2: been peacockless on every flight I've ever been on. <laughs>
1: And that's why when we've, <laughs> we've, we've flown together, you start crying. You're right. Because you need a bit of peacock support. Maybe I was missing my peacock.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's the thing. In the past, though, airlines well, have I, allowed... I think that having a peacock
1: would be a great boon on a flight, really. I mean, if you ever need some privacy, you get it to fan its tail feathers out. They only do that when they, they get lonely.
2: <laughs> well, well, when they want to mate. Exactly. The
1: perfect time for some privacy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If I ever saw a peacock do that on a plane, I'd be like, I don't know who's touched the peacock. <laughs> Someone needs to lay off. Um, here's the thing. In the past, airlines have allowed people to board flights with therapy animals, like for emotional support. But uh, apparently it's increased so much in recent years uh, that, that people, like airlines believe people are abusing the system to yeah, the point. Look,
1: I, th- I don't know how how serious needing emotional support
2: is. No. Well, you know it, I mean? got, it got to the point where... Like 2000... a guide dog? Sure. Yeah, have well, a guide dog. That's, not really, that's physical support as yeah, well. Yeah, you need
1: that. But yeah. you can be a little bit little bit bummed out on
2: a flight for two hours, can't you? Oh, to pay. If you got a Canberra, I'd probably w- w- want to bring my peacock on that uh, one. I'd bring my
1: emotional support zoo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lewis, Lynx have released Lynx Australia. Oh,
1: again! Finally,
2: yeah, no, I think this is the first one. Is this a new one? Oh, yeah, oh sorry, I'm was... thinking of Links Africa. Yes, they're yeah. going around the globe. Much now. more well known than Australia. Yeah, they're going around. The... Oh, that's a continent, and then they've gone to small little Australia. They've thought that we. Sorry, Luke, to stop you there.
1: Is Australia not a continent?
2: Uh, Australasia is,
1: isn't
2: uh. it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let that one sit in the air. Australia Luke is doesn't... a continent. Yep, yep. <laughs> yes, it is. Is it is uh. No, nah, we'll talk about this off air. I know i need geography less than later, man. I did geography. I, <laughs> I quit, though. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Did you?
1: <laughs> yeah, so they've released a new fragrance, and it's very hard to uh, advertise a deodorant because really, it's a smell. And Lynx have been trying to advertise Lynx Australia in, yeah. in a, just one of the weirdest ways I think you could have done
2: it. Well, they've made an ad advertising Lynx Australia set in New Zealand but targeted at Australians.
1: Yeah, and basically we have the ad here. What I think they're trying to do is they're trying to make it sound like New Zealanders look up to Australia so much that if you spray Lynx Australia onto someone from New Zealand, they become better. (laughs) This is the ad.
2: Hey, it's Humphrey. My brother Darius is choice at everything. He's the best at rugby. He's the best at running in jandals. What's with the cricket bit? He's the best at DJing. The tingles. He's just so chill and confident. He can even talk to girls. Strange behaviour for a Kiwi, you know?
1: So their marketing campaign is to call the entire country of New Zealand bad at everything unless you add a little bit of Australia into it.
2: Which is bizarre considering it's not targeted at New Zealanders. Yeah. We already know we're the best. We don't need a new little New Zealand kid telling me
1: that. Yeah, exactly. Like, But all I learned from that ad is, is, ah, okay, I guess if I was from New Zealand, I might need that, but I don't. I don't
2: think New Zealanders would, ag- new Zealanders would agree with this ad. No. I, he, I don't think they look up to us at all. No, exactly.
1: It'd be like advertising Lynx America to us yeah. by saying that we'd be better at everything if we sprayed
2: it on. It's we, like, we'd be certainly better. <laughs> we probably be better at the Olympics, basketball, <laughs> uh, baseball. You know what? Maybe we should... That's actually a good marketing campaign. I need campaign. some Links America. Yeah, they should really <laughs> need it. But uh, we thought, you know what, this ad is absolutely... It didn't connect with us. No. Not relatable. No, they need a new ad that really will connect with so Australians. we tried to make an ad uh, that connected with Australia to advertise the new Lynx Australia, and we think we did a better job. Hey, it's Big Kev. My brother Dingo is fair dinkum at everything. Now, my name's Dingo. I'm fair dinkum at everything. He's the best at Test Match Cricket... I mean, not the real sport, the board game.
1: How's that? Your turn.
2: He's the best at running in thongs.
1: Oh, look at me go, the 100-metre thong sprint. Call me Usain Thongs.
2: And he's the best at the wobble board. All
1: together
2: now. Thong me kangaroo down. Thongs, thong me thongs, thong <laughs> What's the punchline <laughs> to this sketch? Is there a punchline to this sketch?
1: Attention listeners. Despite a strong start to this Lynx ad parody, Luke and Lewis were unable to think of a punchline for this sketch. After minutes of deliberation, they have decided to end it without one. On the plus side, please do enjoy our robust selection of modern and digital music or an ad.
2: Luke and Lewis for lunch. Hold the mayo. Triple M Modern Digital.
1: Luke, it's time to talk about our missing 60 voice. <sighs>
2: breaks my heart that we still don't have 100 packets of Savoy's at reception or in our hands. Yes. When we were so clearly enthusiastically promised them by Renee. Yeah, the PR
1: from, representative from Arnott's yeah. promised to send us 100 boxes of uh, Savoy's. We've played the recording at least 100 times on this show, and every single person who's heard it heard her say, boys, stop, stop stressing. She said,
2: boys, listen up. I I got something to send you, and that yep. is a hundred boxes of the most premium savoury biscuit you can get your hands on. That's an exact. In any quote. retail store. That's exactly what she said. Yep. Don't and play the don't... recording, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what we've been doing is uh, we received forty of those boxes, forty percent of the promised shipment, yep. and we've been trying to get onto Renee for ages to track down the other 60. We've called Australia Post, accused them of stealing it. <laughs> yep. They hung up on us. Swore mm-hmm. at us. Didn't enjoy it. So we tried calling Renee yep. to track her down and apparently she's been on annual leave. Well, she was supposed to finish her annual leave 2 days ago,
2: but she's still not picking up the phone. I mean, I'm sure she's I'm sure she's busy, but uh, so surely sending 100 boxes to the Savoy boys is a top priority on her public relations list. Yes. Surely. What else are you, well, I don't know what else she does to be?
1: Honest. We are the Savoy boys. Yes. And she's ignoring us. She's avoiding us, which makes me Look, I don't I don't know. I don't think I can say it now. Okay. Um I've got I think I have something that's so sad that instead of saying it now, what I did before the show is I actually yeah. stepped into a a booth of emotions. <laughs> I played some sad music Uh. and um, I recorded this official statement. It is with great regret that I must inform our listeners that despite her annual leave being over two days ago, Renee has not answered any of our phone calls. Despite enthusiastically promising, no swearing to us that she would post 100 boxes of Savoy's to our office. We have only received 40 of those boxes and Renee has gone missing, perhaps with the other 60. Though this is an incredibly sad day for the Savoy boys and what some would call a win for our mortal enemies, the Jats Rats, we promise as enthusiastically as Renee promised 100 boxes of Savoy's, that we will use the 40 boxes in our possession to spread the word of the Savoy Boys. Because unlike some PR representatives that may or may not work at Arnott's who have names that rhyme with g'day, we will never dog the Savoy Boys. That's right. Unfortunately, listeners, we don't think we're going to get those 60 boxes of Savoy's.
2: They're not on the way.
1: Renee, they're not on the way. They've, they've gone away with Renee. I'm sad to say. Unlike win- ah, ah. Sorry, I'm still rhyming. Sorry. It's an awful day. Mm-hmm.
2: Continue. <laughs> Just let me know when you're done. I am, I am, that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> unlike Winter and Game of Thrones, yep. those, b- those boxes are not coming. No. Lewis didn't get that joke because he's not a huge Game fan of, of the Thrones. show. Um, but for those who Game are... Games. We'll be sad about two things that joke being said on radio mm. and the boxes not coming <laughs> <laughs> but, Just like winter in Game of Thrones <laughs> But Luke not all is lost because I'm happy to report. report. We had another realisation, ladies and gentlemen. We still have 40 boxes of Savoy's! That is 40 more than we had over a week ago, which is quite a lot. We still don't know what to do with them. That's so many boxes, man. I've only ever had, like, two boxes at one time. Now I've got 40. I don't know what to do with them. Oh, well, we need your your guys' help. I mean, a few people have already been suggesting what to do with the boxes. We've had suggestions of a picnic. A Savoy Boy picnic? Yeah, Savoy Boy picnic. Everyone comes, has Savoys. Uh, yes. We've had... Uh, my personal favourite was my suggestion, which is where we uh, make a boat out of the boxes and yep. then we make an island out of Savoys just so we can say land Savoy. <laughs> so that's that <laughs> was well, my we're definitely personal...
1: definitely doing that one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we need your suggestions. What should we do with
2: these 40 boxes of Did Savoys? Did you work out how many Savoys we had? Uh, I did it was over of, like a thousand, wasn't yes, it?
1: Yes, it's about two thousand one hundred and sixty wow.
2: savoys. What do you do with all those savoys? I'm going to eat one of them. So what do you do with two thousand one hundred fifty nine <laughs> savoys? Let us know on our Facebook page or Instagram. Uh, contact us. We'd love to know because really, we're we've got too many savoys. Well. Almost not enough. 100 would have been better. But let's not dwell on it. We
1: have almost enough Savoys. Yes. And, and seeing as the listeners, you guys are all Savoy boys as well. Uh,
2: oh, I think should... there's a few Jats rats, unfortunately, who are still tuning in.
1: Well, if you are a Jats rat, They're please turn off, turn off the radio, okay? Power down your Tesla <laughs> if you're live. If you listen to the podcast, turn off your iPod, yeah. okay, and get yourself some Savoy's. And we need your suggestions. What should we do with them? Luke and Lewis, and that is all we have time for tonight. It's the end of the show. Yes. Thank you very much for listening, everybody.
2: Thank you very much for uh, Joseph Green for joining us on the show. Thank yes. you for pegging rocks at our window. Uh, it was great to have a chat with the man. Go check him out at the Comedy Festival. Um, yeah, and if anyone else would like to jump on the show, just stand outside the
1: window yep. and throw things at us. Uh, we'll come out and probably
2: and let you on the show and um, no thank you to uh, Renee who didn't join us on the show today um, I was in I was in a really good mood Yeah, remember we're still missing 60 boxes we are well um, they're not coming now but I'm,
1: I'm just got myself back into a good
2: mood Yeah, remember we've still got 40 still got 40 boxes very <laughs> exciting
1: stuff so let us know what we should do with the 40 boxes of Savoy's that's the end of the show check us out on Instagram, Facebook and the podcast
2: we will see you tomorrow fist bump Fridays tomorrow Woo! warm up those fists <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!